Alrighty, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to our Refined Podcast. Uh, we're excited to, to be hosting y'all again. We have an awesome topic today. Um, we just got finished up with our Sunday service, so we are filled with the Holy Spirit to the utmost. I mean, we always are, right? But we were just soaking in the, 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 the presence of the Lord right now. And I really feel Holy Spirit over this podcast right now. He always is, right? But I just feel like He's going to do something today. Amen. Uh, so the topic for today was going to be talking about the heart. In a bunch of different aspects, things that might influence the heart, yeah. guarding your heart, uh, healing regarding the heart. Yeah. So we're just going to jump right into it. And I want to start off with a scripture. It's First Kings 11, 1 through 6. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT version. It says, Now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they will return your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. So I'm just going to, I'm going to cut to another part of the scripture because it's pretty long. And it says, um, it says here, in Solomon's old age, they turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord his God, as his father David had been. Solomon worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidians, and Melach. The, the stable God of the Ammonites. So basically we see in the scripture where Solomon is just, he got his heart changed. Yes. His heart was completely turned from, from God, you know, yeah. from God because yeah. of the people he was around, the people that influenced him. Yes. And as I was um, re just reading this, it's just, um, it's crazy to me that the way he surrounded him, he was such, so founded in God, right? This is Solomon, King Solomon. And just the way that we see that he surrounded himself with what he thought was love right but it, of course it was lust and their ways kind of penetrated his mind because honestly for me that's where it enters so it enters through the mind and from that they get to control the decisions he makes yeah. they're saying hey you should do this and it gets it's like peer pressure it's essentially yeah it's an influence and from that the decisions he made they start to control his heart because those are the things he starts to dwell on the things that he starts to find you know, not, I guess you could say comfort in or things that he finds, oh, I like to do this, you know? Yeah. And f so once they have control of his heart and the things he desired, eventually that controlled his spirit yeah. and it's pulled him away from God. Yeah. So it's just awesome. To, well, not awesome, right? <laughs> it's not awesome. But to see that yeah. mm -hmm. and to think, okay, look at how he got influenced first by being getting his mind captivated by the wrong things instead yeah. of having it captivated from God, you yes. know? And then from his mind, it turns into the decisions he makes. Yeah. Yeah. And from that, it's his heart. And from his heart, then it's his spirit, and he gets completely detached from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all have anything to add to that before. <laughs> <laughs> how, you, how you were speaking about how he had, like, different, different wives and stuff. Um, it's how the word says you can't have two masters yeah. and like once once you're in covenant with with a person like in marriage you you become one with them but yeah. there's so many of them so which one mm. was he what did he identify the, as? exactly yeah. what did he come one with? And his heart was just confused yeah, yeah. that's good well, I think that I mean you even if you read the book of Ecclesiastes he went on a long journey of seeking wisdom at first but then he seeked pleasure yeah. and he seeked all the pleasure in all the land and he came to find out that everything was meaningless yeah. you know a chasing after the wind he says and it's just crazy to see you know and um 
ultimately when we're under the influence by the Holy Spirit, we make the the wisest choice yeah. because he's going to tell us what to do. But your atmosphere influences your decisions. And he was the, I mean, this guy was the richest man to ever exist and the wisest man to ever exist. And don't think for a moment that didn't get to his head. Mm-hmm. It got to his head. And when it got to oh, his yeah. head, his ego started making decisions. His lust started making decisions. And he, I mean, if you look at the, the kings, I mean, uh, it's almost like it was a, some sort of a uh, generational thing. Yeah. Look at King David. He had a lust problem. And his son did as well, yeah. you know, and that's, it's crazy to see, but um, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And another thing, just to add on to this, and um, when we're reading this scripture, the way I see it, it's so easy. Like the world will always try and get you to think a different way than what we're taught. And so for us, especially as people that are in the church, we, we always hear, you know, the pastor is the shepherd and we're the sheep yeah. and we are getting steered and we got to have, you know, hope and faith that this pastor is hearing from the Lord and he's steering us in the correct direction. Yeah. And it's not only just the pastor, I mean, Jesus is the ultimate shepherd. Yes. God is the ultimate shepherd and we're meant to follow him, right? But it's so, it's so crazy how we hear that. And I wrote this down in my notes and I put, the world will always try and get you to think a different way. Instead of being a sheep following a pastor, you end up being a sheep following other sheep and they mm-hmm. end up leading you to the slaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, it's super easy to follow the other sheep because you're in the way back. You just see a whole bunch of other people going that direction. Yeah. You can't see to the front who's leading them. <laughs> and yes. when you see to the front, it's obviously Satan. It's the devil that's leading them straight to mm-hmm. death. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy to see that. Because, I mean, even, we see it all over the Bible, actually. We look at, um, what was his name? Mercy, I forgot his name. Uh, the guy with the long hair. Oh, Samson. Samson, yes, oh, yes, Samson. We see Samson that he was literally with Delilah, right? Yes. That she kept nagging him and nagging him and nagging him. Tell me your secret. Tell me your secret. <laughs> you mean nagging? No, stop it. No, but yeah, yes. literally, she keeps telling him, I want to know your secret. What makes you so strong? Yeah. I want to, yeah. do you not love me? And yeah. it's so crazy because we see Samson, this strong man, and who is given the supernatural strength by God that he's so blinded to not even see that it's lust and that he gets tricked so many times. Like, can you imagine someone coming up to you and tricking you that many times? He gets tricked three times. She, she ties him up, man. Like she does other things to him. Like, when are you going to understand that this is not really love? This is just a trap. And it's crazy because the world disguises the sin in that way. Oh, this is love. This is love. Well, it's it's a counterfeit. It's a counterfeit. counterfeit. Exactly. It is a counterfeit. And it looks a lot like love. And that's why a lot of people fall captive to Mm -hmm. it, unfortunately. But what the in all reality it's just a trap and we see it with samson that he gets trapped over and over again and then he finally gives in he was entertaining her that entire time yeah. if he was a true man of god he would have said oh you know what this person's trying to trap me let yeah. me get out of this and and you could see that he had physical strength yeah he, but he, he didn't have mental strength yeah. he didn't have the mental and, and or spirit he didn't have the mental strength because his decisions weren't being influenced by the holy by the, spirit exactly, it was yeah. being influenced by his heart his emotions himself. and his yeah. lust trying to find love exactly effeminacy yeah, yeah. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy because we see that and we're like, oh man, like how easy it is for someone to just disguise something bad as good and you fall for it. And it's exactly like sin and we go through it all the time. We think, oh, you know what? This is going to serve me well right now. And then later down the road, it, it ruins your life yeah. or it keeps you out of heaven. 
Yeah. To be honest, it does. And I feel like it goes back to like who you're surrounding yourself yeah. with yeah, exactly. because that's who he decided to marry all those mm-hmm. wives and that's who he decided to listen to and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, who, what, what is your environment? Like sometimes mm-hmm. we don't get to choose it because like we, I mean, you brought into a family and all that kind of stuff. Like you don't get to choose who's your brother and sister, yeah. but you get to choose who's your friends mm-hmm. and who you go to and who you talk to and who you marry and all that kind of stuff. Well, you don't get to choose that. The Lord shows you, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you choose if you want to listen to him or if you want to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so he was just listening to the wives and mm-hmm. how, and all those kind of things. And then he ended up falling. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's like, and I was going to go to that, too. It's about who you're surrounded with because you can be a God-fearing man like he was, and mm-hmm. he was a wise man through, through God, but then he allowed himself to be influenced by other people, like those women yes. that yes. weren't of his, like, lineage or, like, his people, what he per se. Yeah. yeah. And at, for a while, I mean, the more you sin, it's not that God is getting away from you, but it's you become insens- unsensitive to, who, present, to yeah. what he's who saying. He is, yeah. yeah. So you, what you knew that was wrong, now you start seeing it as normal. You don't, yeah. you don't, yeah, that's um, good. You don't judge it by good or bad. You just see, oh, it's normal. Because yeah. everyone it's, else, it's what yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And another thing is that like he was just too worried of like pleasing them, not mm-hmm. God anymore. Like he was just mm. too worried. Like, oh, am I gonna make them happy? Am I gonna make them um, mad at me? Or should I do this? Or should I do? Should I do that yeah. for them? Where yeah. his eyes was on, was on on God first, and then he yeah. moved his 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 eyes to the woman and he was like i just want to please you like let me let me tell you let me talk to you about these things or whatever and then when you have and it's the same thing like with us like you have you put your eyes on 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 god and then you move it to the world like you're no longer looking at god anymore like you're being moved by them you're you fear man instead of fearing god yeah and another thing i want to add because i love what you said of how he took his eyes off of god and put it on the women and it, re- I, it always reminds me of the scripture where the, one of the Pharisees is asked, hey, do you believe in Jesus? And he says, yes, mm-hmm. I believe in him. I honestly do believe in him, but I'd rather have the praise of man than God. Yeah. And it's crazy. And that's, that's I mean, crazy. honestly, I feel like that needs to apply to Christians yeah. because that's what the Pharisee was. They were a religious leader. They were a religious person. But what they didn't understand is the relationship side of God. Yes. They just yeah. thought, you know what, let me just fulfill the law. But the law and good deeds is not what gets you to heaven. It, the law and good deeds is not what gets you closer to God. Yeah. It's your relationship with Him. And a, a lot of times, especially when I was a Christian, a young Christian, um, that scripture like would speak to me because I didn't want to be someone that just believed in Jesus and honestly thought that He was the Messiah. But I rather seek the praise of man because that's that's what's. Well, it's instant. It's yeah. instant gratification. It's instant gratification. Yeah. And it's all it is, is it's just basic sowing and reaping. Yeah. You know, and like we want to sow and we want to reap real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you don't but it. if you don't want to, if you just, if you want instant gratification, that shows a lot about your lack of strength. Yeah. You're not able to go through the valley of the shadow of death without seeing light for a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, you got to do that. And so, you know, oftentimes we allow people to manipulate us. And influence our decisions mm-hmm. just so that we can uh, serve them or uh, gratify ourselves. But that's not the way it should be. We should keep our eyes focused on God. And regardless mm-hmm. of what people tell us to do or regardless yeah. of what people think or opinions, yeah. um, you know, we should just disregard that and just be influenced by the Holy Spirit. There's so many times in my life, I mean, I've looked back now and I think I, I think every single man and woman should do this 
every once in a while, just look back and be like, man, you know what? I made that decision, but was it influenced by God? No. She told me to do that, or Mm -hmm. he told me to do that, or they told me to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when have you actually, I mean, if you had a score, uh, I don't know, a tally or a uh, scoreboard, I guess you could say, of how many times you were influenced by the Holy Spirit and how many times you were influenced by other people, I guarantee you that all of your decisions were, or most of your decisions were influenced by other people than it was by the Holy Spirit. And that needs to change. That needs to change. It needs to, to, you know, that needs to make a a comeback, you know? And so um, that's what it's about. And also too, it's like how you were saying, if we were keeping a tally on how many times you're influenced by other people and the Holy Spirit, that other people doesn't mean that they have to be bad people. It can mm-hmm. also be Holy Spirit-led people, mm-hmm. but is it Holy Spirit for you or is it Holy Spirit for them? Like, you have to, like, seek Holy Spirit for your answers because you will be certain. Because I've gone to people and asked them, like, hey, do you think that I yeah. should do this? Mm-hmm. And they're people I trust, and, like, their fruits show that they're led by Holy Spirit. Yeah. But even then, I was uncertain because... It wasn't something that I got directly from yeah. Holy Spirit. Well, who's yeah. going to give yeah. you a better answer than God? Yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, sorry. And I Go feel like that's why a lot of people that are rushed into ministry or somebody that decides, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pursue to become a pastor or pursue to become an mm. evangelist or whatever. Like, yes, we all have callings on our lives that we're supposed to fulfill. But if we do it too early or if we do it just because a man told us, yeah. then mm-hmm. the crown that's going to be placed on your head, it's, it's going to make you fall because you're not able to carry it correctly. Mm-hmm. You're not you need able to be able to, to wield it and to, store yeah, it correctly. To yeah. steward it, to honor it, and not even like the crown on you, but to say, you know what, Lord, like this is your crown. Like this is your ministry. Like you take over because you called me yeah. to you and then you take me to the rest. But mm-hmm. if you're just saying, okay, Lord, like you called me to go to the nations and then you leave and the Lord didn't even tell you to leave, then you're just going to be lost like in the yeah. wilderness or you're not yeah. going to find a place to say or nobody's going to like host you the way that they're supposed to honor you or anything like yes. that. You do it prematurely which is which yes sometimes it happens and we have to learn but that's why you have to go to holy spirit first before man yeah Mm -hmm, and it's okay to get counsel from man that are holy spirit filled just like how you were saying Mm -hmm. but you have to pray about it see if it aligns with the word of god and if it does and wait until the lord gives you a green light to go yeah man yeah and nothing's more concrete than the bible itself if you want a, a solid answer you have to go there first because nothing's going to be truer than what you're reading, you know? Exactly. So um, I want to read this scripture really quick. And it's kind of, it's a portrayal of the world, mm-hmm. how their heart is. And this is not to condemn people. It's, uh, you'll see why at the end, why I'm going to read this. It's Romans one twenty four. It's going to get intense right now, okay? So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie, so they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself, who is worthy of all eternal praise. That is why God abandoned them to their sinful, to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of the sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should have never been done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. 
They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. Wow. And we've seen that in a lot of generations. It's not just this generation now. We've seen it back then also, but it does have a very strong grip right now in this generation. And we see that. And it's really easy as a Christian to read that and be like, ah, that's how the world is. That's how the world is. They're Mm -hmm. ugly. They're terrible. But you know what? Jesus died for them too. Yeah. Yeah. When he was on the cross, he thought about them. Yeah. You know, when he was carrying the cross, he said, you know, this is for them too. And that's why I said it's not to shame you. It's just to let you know there's freedom from that. I mean, it was literally stated in the Bible that this was going to happen. People are going to be like this. And you see it. And I really, let me see. Let me go back to this part of the scripture. Give me a sec here. Let me find it. And as I was reading this part just now, it says they suffered within themselves a penalty they deserved. And we see that a lot now, especially with people that believe in, like, transgenderness, Mm -hmm. homosexuals. Deep down, they are suffering inside. They are are suffering, whether they want to admit it or not, whether other people want to admit it or not. They commit the suicide it's it's insane it is really insane and my heart feels for them i feel for them and it's not because of i don't want them to feel like oh i feel for you because i'm a christian i know you're doing wrong no i honestly feel for you and i don't want you to think that i'm condemning you or anything like that because of what you're doing it's just i feel for you because i kind of i've not that I can relate, because I've never been like that, obviously, right? But, like, I feel the pain in their heart. <laughs> no, I really do feel yeah. the pain in their heart, because when I see them, I just feel this emptiness in my heart, this loss, yeah. Yeah. This, this feeling of just being lost, and they don't know what to do. They don't have any self-identity, and they're not okay with the way they were, the way they were born, the way they were made. They can't tolerate themselves the way they were made, yeah. even though they were made beautifully and and fearfully made and perfectly in god's eyes you know Mm -hmm. and it's not even just dealing with that kind of with those kind of people it's everyone that's dealing with some type of sin right and it's just that's the way the world is when their hearts that the world owns their hearts the world owns it and it's like that's just getting back to the topic satan has their hearts sin has their heart and it's god that needs to have their heart have a hold of their heart you know and, and everything that, that the scripture just listed right now about lovers of themselves and disobedience, yeah. etc., that right there is a portrayal of a life absent from God. Yeah. yeah. That's a life absent from God. And uh, what you were talking about right now about how these people are suffering, and they're suffering because the Bible says that the commandments are written on our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so when you're living a lifestyle that isn't aligned with the commandments written on your hearts, there's emptiness and void still there's a suffering that's going on and ultimately they made that decision not based off of scripture and truth they made that decision based off of confusion Uh that's why they became that that's why they did that it was a a, they're a like a chasing of pleasure a chasing of gratification they were trying to find something find identity in something fill themselves with something and even though they made that transition or they made that decision it still doesn't satisfy it still doesn't satisfy and it's so so sad and um the thing is is you we have to live a life exclusive to god we have to you know he's our husband and we're his wife imagine if a wife wasn't being exclusive to her husband that's a horrible marriage 
and ultimately the the husband's gonna walk away mm-hmm. you know and so we need to be exclusive to him that way we can get these intimate assignments from him and that'll be our purpose yeah. you know and we can live for him and be truly fulfilled yeah. yes um and another scripture that goes kind of hand in hand with that, it's Matthew twelve thirty four, and it's out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Of course. And as, I mean, we see it all the time. It's really hard to control your tongue. It is like there's things that I say accidentally, and I'm like, oh, man. And the scripture hits me, and I was like, is that in my heart, God? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. pray to him. I yeah. say, God, yeah. if that's in my heart, take it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that to be in my heart. I don't want to mm-hmm. be saying stuff like that. Yeah. And we see it a lot in this younger generation that mm-hmm. the stuff that is coming out of their mouth, the stuff they spew out, it's just pure hate, division, confusion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking politics. I'm not it's talking politics. Man. It's mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone throwing hate at each other. Oh, you're your view on this is dumb. Your view on that yeah. is, uh, you're, you go die. Yeah. And it's on both sides of the party. It's and true. honestly, myself as a Christian, as a God-fearing man, as someone that is filled with the Holy Spirit, I have had enough of it of taking sides of, you know what, I identify as this and you oppose me. I don't, I oppose their sins. Yeah. And we're called to oppose their sins. I love every single person the way that they are. Yeah. But this just this division that has been risen up in the united states of america i've had it i have had it and like i don't care what side you're on it needs to stop it needs to stop it honestly does Mm -hmm. and we see just what's in their hearts on both sides it's just they want to be right it's just pride honestly it's just pride but there's so much freedom from that and that's what I keep telling myself because honestly, I used to be a real big political guy. Yeah. I would always be like, oh, I'm a diehard conservative, <laughs> Trump, and all this. And now it's like, I don't care, dude. Like, I see everyone in the eyes of God now. Of and of course, I'm going to vote for someone that is going to, you know, hold up my beliefs and all that. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even about that anymore. Like, I used to be, argue with people on Facebook all the time, like, <laughs> about yeah. politics. And I'm just so over that because I just want to love on everybody. I just want to show the love of God to everyone. I just want to tell them like, hey, even though you might differ from my beliefs, I still love you. And I'm not going to badmouth you. I'm not going to tell you anything that is not Christ-like because that's where people say, oh, you're a Christian Mm -hmm. and you're talking to me like that. And we've had it done to us already where people are like, oh, you're... You're and a you're pastor. Yeah. You're, you're like, held to a higher account. Yeah. yeah. Like, we just made a one little joke. And even at that, like, you, that's why you have to, yeah. out of the abundance of the heart, your, your mouth exactly, speaks and all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You check and yourself. it's just, yeah, it's like, okay, like, and it was only, like, our own family and stuff. And whatever, like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, call me out then. Mm-hmm. But still, that's like, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, now I know, like, I have, like, I, I know that I've always had to, but now, especially yeah. now, like, mm-hmm there's a higher like accountability. accountability and they see you higher now and they're like aren't you a christian like you don't do those things and i'm like yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. i don't you're sorry right. forgive yeah. me and it's you're not right. a condemning right. way it's yeah. in a, like i want the best for you yeah and i feel like anything that comes so as you were saying opposing sides there's always going to be one that thinks is right and the other one's wrong yeah. and pride it's going to be both sides they're both mm. wrong and, exactly and like about tr- about pride how you're saying but there's a root problem to every to every opposer so whatever you think is wrong like if i think that uh you and i are opposing and i think there's something wrong with you well there's a root problem with it what do you mm. do with problems you solve it so you, rather than fighting and solve and bashing each other yeah it's just like help, what are you gonna like, do hey help man how can i help you and that's what the lord has called us to to be he's called us to be compassionate and just love on each other yeah so you were saying like how 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so obviously it's whatever is in your heart is overflowing from your mouth. So whatever is in your heart, that's what you're going to say. And so what I was thinking too is like, okay, like how do you protect your heart? And so obviously in, um, one, one scripture that always comes to my mind is Proverbs 4.23. And it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So how do you, how do you guard it? Mm-hmm. I mean the word of God, like surround yeah. your heart with the word. Oh, so you know what's true and what's false. Yeah. And then also just spending time with him. And then it goes back to like, what are you surrounding yourself with? Like, are you surrounding yourself 24 seven in the, in the world? Are you 20, are you surrounding yourself 24 seven with your phone in front of your face? And mm-hmm. you're just on TikTok or on Facebook or Instagram or yeah. whatever. Like, what are you surrounding yourself with that? Cause whatever you hear, whatever you, whatever you're around, that's what you're going to adapt to. Yeah. Yes. It's like, uh, like an, an animal, like in the wilderness or something like that that's not placed in the wilderness they have to they have to adapt to that so you have to adapt to the surroundings but like what if we yes adapt to it but also what if you be the one that's different too where you where you hear people speaking and like cussing and like drinking and stuff like that but that doesn't move you you're just like okay like i'm in the room i i know i'm a child of god and i know i don't do those things that stuff doesn't matter like go ahead like i'm not going to force you to stop or anything like that but like I'm not yeah. gonna let it penetrate in my heart, where I then uh, now yeah. I'm moved and I get to, and now I'm doing those things. Yeah. Amen. So it's just guarding your heart. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's also guard it. uh, guarding your heart can be in the mentality because how you're saying, we do have to adjust to our surroundings, because, I mean, we we need to, but it's also the mentality that you have. It's, are you viewing what you're doing as a tool or are you viewing it as entertainment? Mm-hmm. Not that you can't have fun but we're called to edify not to entertain the things of this world so the way that you could guard your heart too is just continuing to view things as tools not not in a in the rude way but how can i use this to be better how can i use this to glorify god is this glorifying god yeah that's good and i was i was talking about this as we're talking about this sorry (laughs) um a perfect example of who we should follow Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's always literally the perfect example to live in your life in every aspect. I mean, every aspect. Yeah, in, in scripture, we he was just... If you can... Hold on. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If you can point it out in scripture where Jesus ever said anything unchristlike, ungodly, please show it to me. Show it to me. I would like for you to prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not going to prove me wrong. Jesus is the perfect example. And, and I know it's hard to say, you know what, I want to live my life exactly like Jesus. And in your eyes, it's probably impossible. But if you keep just going and going and going and seeking him and seeking him and seeking him, the easier it gets to just be more like yep. him. And you have to dwell in his word. Yes. You have to dwell in the Bible. You have to dwell in his presence. Any second that you're out of his presence out out in that world every single second every single millisecond there's something that can grab your attention and take your eyes off of him that's why you always have to be in the spirit you always have to be equipped with the word because if not just like that that's all it takes Mm -hmm. this littlest thing the devil will get exactly the devil will get you in ways that are so practical like the way he tempted jesus jesus fasted for 40 days he told him to make stones into bread yeah. he was hungry you know <laughs> he was hungry yeah. and he'll get you in those ways Whatever he'll get you're you to, fasting from he's gonna attack yeah. Yeah. yeah he will find a way in the most practical ways and the the ways that are like oh i did not expect to get tempted in that way yeah. and it tempts you because it's yeah. so like 
I it feels like you need it yeah. in mm-hmm. a sense. I don't know if y'all get what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah, course, like yeah. it feels like I need to do that yeah. because it it goes against everything I like that I usually think the, the grain of my yeah. life. You know, it goes against the grain. Yeah. But and I wrote this and it's just so awesome. The heart is triggered, but with, by what the ears hear and what the eyes see. So what are your ears hearing and what are your eyes seeing? What is influencing you? Because whatever they're seeing, that triggers the heart. And if the heart gets turned, like we saw in, with Solomon, yeah. your spirit's going to get as turned well. as yeah. well eventually. So, so what are you hearing? What yeah. are you watching? What are you listening to? Yeah. Like the eye gates th- and the ear gates. Yeah, yes. exactly. Like these, all the little kids, like in the youth that we usually, that come to our youth program, um, mm-hmm. Like, all they ever quote is just pure TikToks. Oh. It's like a whole person loudly is TikTok. They yeah. all you hear is the sheesh and the... Like, <laughs> open a nor. <laughs> exactly. Like, like that. They're, just, oh, they're just quoting TikToks because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah, influencing yeah. them. Yes. That is what that's has... What surrounding them. Yes, yeah. that is what has control over the life. Yeah, yeah. Now, think about it. If the amount they watch TikTok, they would dwell in the word. Do you know what they'd be quoting? Oh, my God. Mm. John 3.16. Philippians mm-hmm. 413. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing out like ones that are usually mm-hmm. said, right? Like yeah. the most common scripture that people know. They would Their be whole saying, vocabulary oh, would change. Their whole would heart Jesus. would change. It would yeah. just be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Their heart would be all Jesus. Yep. And, and they are. The youth, yeah, not just the youth. Everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Like just imagine what your life would look like if you just gave God your full yes, your whole exactly. life and your whole time. Yeah. Like, yes, you get to do things by yourself or whatever, but in all reality, he's always with you and he makes every decision for you. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right and uh, you know it's about deciding against yourself mm-hmm. you have to decide against yourself whatever you're a, whatever your master is you're a slave to and whatever you're a slave to you're exclusive to that yeah. master yeah. and if you continue taking decisions from your heart you're a slave to your own heart yeah. Yeah. and you're always going to be deci- deciding based off of emotions and yeah. it'll you'll never be truly fulfilled like that and you know you look at you look at it in the stories even the story of Abraham, man, I mean, there's not a day that I don't think about that story. And then I'm not mind blown by that story. And what it is, is it's God giving Abraham promises. And those promises don't align with this current reality. But he has faith that one day they will. Mm -hmm. And he even said it, he said, it's not for me to decide anymore. It's not for me to decide on my own anymore. God decides for me. Regardless of my emotions, regardless of the situation, God decides for me. And it's just about obedience, Mm -hmm. being obedient. And everything is obedience because some some people might say, I'm not really obedient. Yeah, but you're obedient to your heart. You do everything that your heart tells you to do. Mm -hmm. So just switch that focus onto God. Well, okay, well, how do I switch that focus? Well, you have to deny yourself. Yeah. You have to deny yourself and pick up your cross. You have to decide against yourself. And that's suffering. Deliverance isn't the ending to suffering. I, I think it's the beginning to suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as you get delivered from an addiction, etc., you have to daily de- uh, decide daily and crucify yourself, yeah. perf- perform daily crucifixion and deny yourself, deny that sin or whatever it is and pick up your cross and be obedient and change who you're obedient to. Yeah. yeah. And something I want to add really quick. A lot of people will hear what we're saying or like what Isaac was just saying. Like, um, and they'll, they'll kind of feel as if, oh, you know what? Why would I want to deny my heart? Because it's self It's deceiving. Right? It's yeah. manipulative. It and fluctuates. They, yeah, they yeah. say, okay, well, why would I want to deny my heart and follow someone else? Like, mm-hmm. I want to be my own person. And what they fail to see is that 
when you deny your heart and when you say when you tell yourself you know what no i'm not gonna allow my flesh to please itself i'm just gonna follow god mm -hmm. yeah. and even though it feels and seems like if oh, okay i need to follow the rules of, of god i need to follow mm -hmm. They don't understand because they haven't experienced he it. He has the best they interest for yeah, you. They don't mm -hmm. experience the freedom that actually comes from it, from laying yeah. your life down. And I love what you say because it's so true. Christianity, it's not just a religion. It's, a, it's not a religion. It's it not. is not man-made. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they put a name on it, okay? <laughs> but it's because it's Christ. It's yeah. Christianity. They put a name on it. But behind that, every single one of us here and everyone in the church can tell you, this is an intense relationship with the Lord. Yes. And yeah. even though, just like what I always say, even though it might seem like to you that we're captivated by him, like we're prisoners to him, yeah. there's so much freedom that comes to it. And we don't even see it like that. We just yeah. see it as, yeah. this is my dad. Yeah. This right. is my father. And I'm going to follow the rules because yeah. he knows mm -hmm. what's best for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of the times as children and people that are adults, they'll have the same mentality of children that, mm. you know what? No, I don't want to be told what to do by my parents because I'm old enough to do what I want. Mm. And they ruin their lives. Yeah. They ruin their lives they go through things that they don't need to go through and they think that that's building character but it's not you're putting yourself through storms and struggles that you didn't have to go through yeah. mm -hmm. and that's one thing that i just don't like to hear that you have to go through things to learn yes you can learn from it mm -hmm. from things that you go through right i like yeah. i i understand of course that yeah. can happen because i've yeah. been through that but why would you allow your kids to go through something to learn when you can just teach them yeah. prudency just teach them mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. teach yeah. them and that's what that's god right. is all about you don't have to go through these struggles alone you know yeah. And the beauty of being captivated by Jesus and just by by God, it's that you're you're always gonna be captive to something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like and the word says you can't have two masters because you'll love one more than the other. But if Jesus becomes your master, he if you're captivated by him, any slave has access to the tools of their master in order to do the master's work. Exactly. So yeah. what Oof, what are you captivated by? Yeah. Are you being captivated by this world that the only tools they have to offer is suffering? Or are you captivated by Jesus that gives you all of these promises in his word? Yeah. And he gives you all of this promises not only for you to expand his kingdom, but for you to be a part of an ambassador of, of mm -hmm. his of kingdom. Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I wanted to talk about this, going back to like, what are you surrounding yourself with and being captivated with? And also like the listening and the, what are you looking at? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And one thing, and I had talked to Porter about this a mm -hmm. couple of days ago. Um, and I feel like it's more towards the people that do come to church already. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, what I'm about to say and so there's a difference between hearing and listening yeah. so hearing is a physical process in which sound waves hit your eardrums and send a message to your brain but that does not mean that you are that you are listening to them listening implies an active process where you're where you are specifically making an effort to understand process and retain the information mm, yeah and so basically like what I got from that like in this spiritual level is that like we come on Sundays we come on Wednesdays and you sit in a in a chair in the pulpit or whatever and you're you're there and like pastor Kevin our, our pastor or whoever your pastor is or whoever's ministering to you like you can be hearing what they're saying but mm -hmm. it's not it can be going through one ear and out the, the other, other but it's mm -hmm. not going through your ear to your heart mm -hmm. yeah. and so that's why you're so easily moved by the world and that's why you're so easily moved when somebody just tells you one little thing but when you listen when you actually listen to the word of God that or whatever the minister's saying whatever anything like that you're listening, it's coming to your ear, and then it's actually penetrating your heart. Yeah, the Word of God yeah. is penetrating your heart where it transforms it you. Like, it, you're not the same person anymore. That mm. when it's like one simple word out of the whole scripture, you're like, wow, like, yeah. 
I, I didn't know that. Like, I'm mind blown. Like, I'm forever changed. I'm marked now. But because you're actually listening, it's not background noise like when you just hear. Yeah. Like, right now, we can hear the AC and stuff, but you can actually hear us because you're listening to us. You're not hearing the AC. But for us, like, the background noise is the AC. And I think, it, I think it's when you're in love with something, you become very sensitive to its voice. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. like, you know for instance, it. I mean, if, if you're in love with somebody... And there could be 50 people talking, right? But if you mm. hear that person's voice, no. it's like, oh, yeah, love that voice, right? Yes. And so when you're in love with God, you could, TikTok could be going on, et cetera, whatever, whatever. Mm. People, people, people can be speaking. But the moment you hear a scripture yeah. or that small, still voice in your head where God's tugging on your heart, mm-hmm. you just become so sensitive to yeah. it. Yeah. So when you come to church and... and uh, you know, the pastor's preaching, you become so sensitive to it. Like, you understand it better. There's more of a connection, you know. And so, but if you're not in love with it, it's just words coming out of a preacher's mouth yeah. that are yeah, exactly. that are not important to you at all. Yeah. Whatever you're in love with is important yeah. to you. And it's and that simple. Like, what I told the youth uh, along the lines of what you're saying is, you don't listen to a stranger's voice. And if you don't know who God is and if you don't know his voice, it's going to sound like a stranger's voice yeah. too. Yeah. If you don't dwell in him, if you don't know him, mm-hmm. he's going to sound like a stranger. You're not going to know what yeah. he's saying. You're not going to know if he's telling you, go talk to this person. They need to be set free from suicide. Yeah. You're not going to know if he's telling you, go pray for this person. You can, you have the opportunity to heal yeah. them yeah. through me. Yeah. And yeah. it's just you have to know his voice. My because, sheep will know my voice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. And it's just yielding to him and being reverent to him as well. Mm-hmm. Obedient to him. Yeah, so I want to ask this question. What has your heart, like just out to the audience, just who what or what to? has your heart? What are you a slave to? Yeah. Because yeah. we're called to have God in our heart. I mean, we're called to spread the gospel. We're called to spread the truth. And if you don't have God in your heart, then you don't have the truth. You can't yeah. create your own truth. God is the creator of yeah. truth. Yeah. When yeah. he created the earth, when he formed it in his hands, when he was hovering over the waters, he created truth. And I don't Amen. care who you are, you cannot create your own truth. The mm-hmm. truth is God. It's in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And if you're not spreading the truth, then what are you spreading? Because yeah. if you don't have God in your heart, you ain't spreading the truth. Because yeah. yeah. he's the only one that has it. You know. Yeah. What are you obedient to? Exactly. And mm-hmm. I want to read this scripture really quick. And it's really important because it's about being fed the word so that your heart doesn't get, your priorities don't get skewed. You have to maintain your relationship with God. It's like any other relationship. If I stopped talking to her, we'd probably get divorced. We probably would. Like, because there's no communication, there's no fellowship, there's no relationship. There's no point in it. Yeah, exactly. In any relationship, if I stopped talking to you and you just fell off, right? Like, (laughs) we wouldn't have a friendship anymore because we didn't maintain maintain it, right? So... it's important to be fed the word so I want to add this and this is directed to people that come to church and I'm just going to read the scripture Ecclesiastes 5.1 and this is in the New King James Version it says walk prudently when you go to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifice of fools for they do not know that they do evil and really quick I want to give the definition of prudently in a way that shows care and thought for the future that's so good because in the scripture it's telling us like think about your future right now if you keep going down this path are you going to still know me are you still going to know my voice are you going to still know who i am and why i like this also at the other end it says rather than to give the sacrifice of fools yeah Mm -hmm. and as i was reading that i was like hmm god what are you trying to tell me through this because it can mean a lot of things it can mean just you coming and 
and like giving your, your an offering, right? Yeah. You're giving yeah. a sacrifice or in your serving. And I was talking about this Wednesday during youth of how a lot of us get thrown into serving, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be in in uh, media, whether it be putting on the shall, thou shall not look <laughs> yeah. towels, uh, doing ushers, security. And a lot of us get thrown into that. But God will honor if you say, you know what? I need to sit down and listen to the word yeah. because I am not ready to serve. Yeah. Because if you're serving and God does not have your attention, yeah. he does not have a grip on your attention and you're not learning anything, you're not being fed and it's just hard for you to pay attention, mm-hmm. then honestly, believe me, believe me when I tell you this, <laughs> the church and the leaders yeah. will totally stand behind you and say, you know what? Yes. yes. If yeah. you say, you know what? I need to I sit myself yeah. down and receive because mm-hmm. I am not ready to be serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would much rather you grow your relationship with God yeah. than you of just course. doing something that you think is good yeah. and not something that God wants you in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that. I think it's in Psalms where it says, like, what good is it to gain the world and lose your soul? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're gaining the world like you're gaining souls for the kingdom of god but if you can't maintain your own relationship with god mm-hmm. what are you leading them to yeah, yeah. So. that's so good yep yes so yeah i mean just if that's for you hey <laughs> i'm telling you we'll be okay if you say you know what i need to sit myself down yeah. Yeah. the lord will honor that he yes. will and then also i think it's also the fact that if you serve and the lord's not calling you to do it or you're not ready yet because you yeah like you haven't like you're not fully mature yet or anything like that like in christ then you're just doing it out of your own strength like you're not doing it out of love you're not doing it because god called you to go do that or anything like that like you're doing it again prematurely like you're Mm -hmm. not ready yet and it's okay that to recognize that you're not ready yet like you have you have to be sensitive to holy spirit especially because any ministry from from the littlest thing that somebody might think like being in the background like getting waters or Mm -hmm to the biggest thing and being on the altar or whatever like you have to be sensitive through it all because yeah. you are a representation of jesus so yeah, exactly. how you act what you say all that stuff matters mm-hmm. and it also again just comes from your heart yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um the reason why it's so important this scripture is so important for the church the members of the church that are served and that's what i love about this that the majority in our church that serve they're required well they're in fbi they're yeah. required to serve so these are holy spirit filled people not the actual mm-hmm. fbi it's yeah not <laughs> fbi it's, it's called faith, faith bible, bible institute. institute yeah we're not bible school. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sponsored yeah. <laughs> no but yeah and because i mean honestly you're called to first listen to the word of god and listen to god you're yes. called to do that first then to serve him and uh, well not to serve him, but to serve in the church right in ministries and all that because you're saw you're called to serve the lord yes you're called so to you're serve serving him yes through the ministry. And, but here's the thing it is impossible to serve the lord without being filled with the holy spirit yes. right yes. it is impossible to, to, to it's just impossible it is it is a requirement to serve under god and in the church that you be filled with the holy spirit at least in our church okay i don't know about any other churches right but why? how they do their things why? So but it's important like why why is it's it important, important because you need to be led in everything you do and it might not seem like oh how am i supposed to be led i'm just holding the camera yeah take that up with god i yeah. don't know what he wants you to do what if he wants you to specifically stand over here because 
someone asks you to stand there or, mm. or someone asks God, you know what, if the cameraman stands over there, mm -hmm. I'll believe in you, God. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You never know. Yeah. You have to yeah. be like, there was a preacher that said, yeah. you know what, I'm going to do a <laughs> cartwheel on the stage. I don't know why, but I'm going to do it because God is telling me to do it. They did it. And the family came to her and said, we wow. literally prayed that if the pastor did a cartwheel on the stage, <laughs> and we know that God is yeah. real. God works in crazy oh, yeah. ways, man. Yeah. He's so awesome. And there's That's so many why stories in like that. everything, yes. you have to yeah. be just absolutely guided by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Absolutely guided, because if you are not, you're mm. going to miss it. Yeah. Yes. The Lord has so much potential to use you on the canvas. He can even elevate you. He can yeah. get you recognized Amen. by some That's huge right. media teams if you were to just be moved by him yeah. you know what i have an yeah. idea that i think god is telling me to share with the media team yeah. and that can elevate the whole team you have to be led and it's in not every just, single way it's not just to fill a spot yeah, yeah. you're not exactly. just filling not a spot just filling, yeah. you're not just a number not you're, yeah yeah it's so good this is an awesome podcast and how guys. do you how do you grow that with holy spirit it's by literally spending time with yeah. him and if you ever feel like you hear him speak like for me it's like my heart starts racing super fast yeah. and like i start shaking not because i'm nervous but because i feel him mm -hmm. i'm like okay like okay holy spirit i know it's you like mm -hmm. what what do you want me to do what do you want me to yeah. say and i hear like speak this over her or speak this over him or just go pick up this or whatever mm -hmm. and then like if you feel like you hear that if you feel that you hear him just do it because even if you miss it then he's no he's gonna see that you're trying that yeah. you're trying to listen to him that you're trying to hear his voice and not the world's voice mm -hmm. yeah. and so that's how you grow that's how you grow with him and that whenever the next thing happens he's gonna tell you and you're gonna be able to hear and hear him clearly and you yeah. do it yeah. even if it's the silliest silliest thing to do like the cartwheel mm -hmm. now, this exactly. one story yeah. that I know a woman of God went to go yeah. to somebody and nibble on their <laughs> like not like actually with their mouth but like they went like this. that to, yeah they like did it with their fingers on the ear and the this woman started crying because mm -hmm. her husband had passed away wow. and they um he used to do that to her all the time yeah. and wow. so like that's just it was inner healing and all that kind of stuff and it was in the middle of target i believe so wow. i mean yeah. in the it doesn't matter where you are or whatever it might be God's always whole, working, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and it's just we have to be obedient and how do you and we you also just have voice. to know his voice yeah. and just continue seeking him like if you really want to hear from him and just all you need to do is seek him and don't be afraid to just be like God, okay, how do you want to show yourself to me? Because don't be afraid to experiment with him. Because for me, whenever I feel him speak to me, it's like I just get tunnel vision. It's like yeah. he points out somebody, and yeah. I might be walking this way, but my, my, my mind is still like where I saw that person. Yeah. And I need to go back because I can't just yeah. leave it. And yeah. he puts this burning like yes. thing, and like he's just repeating and repeating, and you're like, I got to do it. I got to yeah. do it. <laughs> so moving on. This part is going to be awesome, guys. Yes. Take notes, guys. Take notes. So, the heart controls the emotions. Everyone knows that, that the heart controls the emotions, right? Some people will say, well, no, it's the brain. It releases chemicals, which it does. I'm not going to argue with science. Apparently. It's all connected. Yes. It's all connected. It comes from the heart. Everyone knows that it comes from the heart. You can even die from heartbreak. Strands of the heart start to break when you're going through severe stress, and yeah. it's real. You can yeah. die from heartbreak. I've searched it up. <laughs> Wikipedia told me so. Google <laughs> <laughs> told me this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and so Web we know indeed. that emotions are controlled by the heart. Now, emotions are not a bad thing. They yes. are when you make it a bad thing. Yeah. God gave you emotions. Mm -hmm. yes. But are you using them for the right thing? Yeah. Are you being controlled by them? Because mm -hmm. you're not called to be controlled by them. Mm -hmm. Any time when you feel thankfulness, when you feel love, when you feel sadness, when you feel joy, when you feel depression... 
they're all meant to be given back to God, those emotions, yeah. so that he can handle them. Yeah. Or either you're praising him with them, right? Yeah. But, so we all agree that emotions are produced by the heart and honestly by the moral boundaries that God has set within mm -hmm. us, you know, mm -hmm. that are written in us. Mm -hmm. And you see, because this, the heart and the emotions are so powerful because of the things that, because the emotions control your body. Yeah. If you're feeling sad, and a lot of people can attest to this. I've asked so many people, when you're sad, do you watch, I mean, do you listen to sad music? And they say, yeah, because I want to be more sad. <laughs> so your emotions dictate yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when I was just writing this, I was like, this is so good. So the devil knows this. He knows that your heart and your emotions are powerful and that they have power. So he will always try and get you through your heart, through your emotions, whether it be through heartbreak, whether it be through trying to peer, people peer pressuring you, anything like that. And he will try to do anything to penetrate your heart. Yeah. And I have a quick statistic. A lot of people in the world are emotionally hurt. So just in 2020, Nearly 190 million people experience significantly higher stress than in the past years. Of course. Wow. And it's just crazy because those are just people that felt stress. Can you imagine depression, suicidal thoughts? And these are people that were just willing to share that, hey, I felt more stressed out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we see like all the time that people feel betrayed and going through breakups, people getting heartbreak or church hurt, stuff yeah. like that, right? And it's just so many people get hurt and that hurt, you, you, that little ounce of hurt, whatever it may be, maybe someone just told you, oh, I don't really like your shoes and you got a little hurt by it. Yeah. The devil will see that. He, you can give the devil an inch yeah. and he'll take a mile. Yeah. He will take a mile. The littlest you give him, if you leave the door slightly cracked open, he will bust that door down open yeah. if you allow him to, right? Yeah. Which you're kind of technically are when you allow that door to open. That's why we have to qu have quick forgiving hearts. Yeah. But um, it's just crazy to see that in the world that everyone deals with heartbreak. And it's the, honestly, for my, in my opinion, it is the number one way that the devil gets a hold of somebody through their heart. Yeah, well, it's because... It's because manipulation only exists in an emotional habitat. Yeah. But, you know, making the wisest choice exists in a Holy Spirit-influenced habitat. Yeah. You know, when, you're, when you are soaking in the presence of God and you walk by the Spirit, you know what to do, you know what to do next. Yeah. But if you're just always emotional, that's where the enemy comes in and manipulates your next move. I mean, uh, if you think about it, manipulation it's it's fluctuation of emotions you know the devil mm -hmm. just comes in there and just destroys your your mental yeah. and uh makes you decide on the things that you shouldn't decide on it's yeah. no, it's tough but yeah man it's just like you said it, when you live in an emotional place in a place that you just live out of pure emotions it's easy to just be tempted get manipulated. It's easy to get manipulated yeah. it really yep. is but that's why you have to guard your heart yeah. you have to guard it because that is the number one way that the enemy will try and sneak yeah. his way in yeah. and get you to change the way you believe the mm -hmm. way you think the mm -hmm. way you see things I mean we see it all the time especially with people that even used to come to church mm -hmm. they'll yeah. get hurt by their especially parents mm -hmm. especially parents when they force christianity they force god onto their kids they force it no you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to be like this and they do it without wisdom yeah. Yeah. yes teach your kids that this is what you need to be in yeah, and yeah. but don't do it in a way that's going to push them away because we yeah. see it all the time when yeah. it's religion mm -hmm. when you're pushing religion but when yeah. you push god yeah and i dude. feel like it comes from if your parents usually try to push what is easy to understand onto the children because they're children yeah but usually that comes off as religion and the best way you can push god onto somebody and live it 
it's by living that way because yeah. you can't the only way you can portray religion is through statistics rules this yeah. like logistics but the only way you can portray relationship is how you how you act on that relationship yeah. be an example yeah. exactly also just it's not just in the times that they make a mistake yeah you and praise them whenever the they do good or whenever they're going through something you're yep. there for them not just whenever they're they're being they're being yeah like not just when they're being good like no. yes you have to direct them and use wisdom and be a parent and you have to yeah. discipline because yeah. that's a father disciplines discipline. his children yeah. because he loves them and that he wants them to be better and do better because they don't want them to fall fall and just stay stay on the ground like they yeah. want to pick they want that there's their child to, to come back up yeah and so it's being an example and also it's just doing everything out of love and making sure that you praise your children yeah. through it all not just in the times that they mess up and you point the finger at them because jesus wouldn't do that right. yes he, he would correct us but he would do it out of love and wisdom and he would also just he would walk through us through everything so it's so important that you start whenever they're when you when they're birthed and yeah. then you just keep going like don't yeah. stop keep yeah. in, keep pushing your children it's because everything is learned behavior yeah, everything, everything is, learned. is learned behavior hey, your child did it it's cause and it's a lot of the times somebody can adopt a child right yep. and what so, so a lot of times people will adopt a child but what happens is, is that child will adopt that person's teachings mm, yes. Yes. and that and it's all learned behavior so you you could even see it that kid even though that kid has dna and mm. and um and uh mannerisms inside of uh you know his dna he'll start copying the mannerisms of his of, of the dad that adopted parents, him yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so we're born into sin so we're born into being obedient to our heart but even though we have the dna of sin in our heart we could still adopt the teachings of christ yes. with that's the new so dad good. yeah yes. exactly and that's we why can be so adopted good. by him we're exactly. orphans and, and so when he, when we give our life to him he bec- when we give our life to god he becomes our father and we yeah. adopt his ways not exactly. our own ways not the world ways yeah. we yeah. adopt his ways it's which is the word of god yeah mm-hmm. so you listen to your father you yeah. do what they say what he says you to do and not to do yeah yeah amen yep. So guard your heart. Guard, guard your heart, heart and always yes. parents, children's, yes. children's, <laughs> everyone, older people, yeah. elderly, yes, everyone. It's important and vital to guard your hearts. Amen. So we hope we were blessed. We're just gonna say a quick prayer for y'all, Lord. We just pray right now that you would just, just dwell in their hearts, Lord. So that whenever something arises, Lord, their heart is guarded, not by their own strength, but by their own will, Lord, but by your strength. Because when we're weak, you show your strength in us, God. So we pray, Lord, that we would just weaken our flesh, Lord, so that your strength can be living in us, God. And we pray that you would just guard us, Lord, in every single way. And we pray for forgiveness, God, whether it seem impossible to forgive someone or not, Lord. We know that through, through you, God, everything is possible everything is possible through you lord so we thank you and we bless you lord in your mighty name amen amen Amen. well thank you guys we hope you were blessed by today's podcast and that's it i wanted to say something too if (laughs) if any of you guys watch if there's actually anybody watching (laughs) reach out to us yeah whoever it is reach out to us i mean i would love to talk on the phone with one of you guys or if you guys have questions yes definitely or if you guys wanted to you know if, if they wanted to uh 
uh, better uh, have a better explanation of something that we yeah. said. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Just reach out. Or reach out. Testimonies. Like yes. if this has really blessed you, please let us know. Yeah. Because yeah. there's Anything. a couple of people that have done it and it makes our heart so happy because yes. we know it's so we the know Lord. that God's moving. Yes. yes. Amen. So Amen. Yes. reach out yes. to us. Reach out to us guys. Yes. A comment on the like, Facebook subscribe. page. Subscribe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Everything, guys. Follow and Backhand share. the subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all next time. God bless you guys.